welcome back guys episode 33 tom how are you i'm doing fine how are you doing good uh i first want <clears throat> to excuse me i want to apologize we are normally uh very on top of getting our podcasts out every couple weeks and um we haven't this time we've been out about four weeks i can tell you we've had quite a bit of life happen in the last four weeks so quite a bit with school uh, and then some personal stuff um i took a little mini step away from from work and went down to uh, florida saw my son and uh, got in the ocean with him and caught some races and stuff and i know about the same time tom uh, what what was up with you i got covid again yeah covid second time <laughs> around yeah <laughs> and then i got back and tried to handle everything and had tom missing for about a week so i was uh, kind of double duty um just super busy around here you know and it's super busy for the both of us, but when one is gone, then it really it really taxes what we can do. So makes it pretty tough, that's for sure. Yeah, we we want to get our podcast out every couple of weeks, and we have been very religious about that, uh, real faithful of what we do. But sometimes life just happens, and then we've also had quite a bit of weather. Uh, and you know, y'all, if you've been listening to us for any amount of time, you know we're up in central Minnesota. Uh, quite a bit of weather up here for this year, snow and, and cold, and just been stuff to deal with. We've got truck issues, and it just, we've been very busy, so. A lot of broken stuff yeah, this semester so far, yep. crazy. Yeah, broke, broken stuff and weather and COVID, and we've just been really stretched in the last month, so mm -hmm. we're, we're packing on a podcast right now, and I can tell you that we could both be uh, definitely actively employed doing uh, stuff right now, our, our class is out. Um, taking care of the trucks in the shop and kind of cleaning stuff up right now. And I know we could be out with them too. So we're stretched thin. We had spring break in there too. Did you mention yeah, that? Yeah, I know. I didn't yeah. mention that. Yeah, yeah we also had spring break in there. Yeah. So Lots of lots of stuff. It's been, I don't know, it seems like it's been a real dynamic semester compared yeah. to other semesters. There's just been a lot of anomalies that have cropped up. Yeah, for know? sure. Yeah. And I just, um, not just in the last month, you know, that we haven't podcasted, but just the whole, the semester. whole semester. Yeah. Yeah. With stuff with uh, students and, and the way that the students are trickling through and how we're, how we're t getting set up for testing and the whole thing's kind of been different. Speaking of testing, where are we at with that? So I didn't count the a number of people that we have passed right now, but we are looking, we're, we're at a pretty good pass ratio. I believe we're sitting at around seven or eight people that have passed and we've got two or three, maybe three retakes. So they've tested and have to retake. So we're actually not looking too bad. Next week is a big week for us. We've got a lot of, um, let's see, we got six people scheduled to test and two that are on a retake. So that's eight of them for next week. The thing with next week is it's a lot of our more challenging drivers. Right. I, I right. actually want, wanted to push them back another week, but I was thinking about that, and I, I don't. I want to keep them right where they're at. That way we've got a little bit of buffer if they, if they you know, if they don't make it we got a buffer in there before the end of the semester. Well, the good part about that is we technically last week was our first test week, but we had testers happening the week before last week already because right. we were able to get them in early. So yeah, technically we're kind of ahead of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what Tom is talking about is we, I normally set these test dates up with the state, like well, like six months in advance and the state has stopped doing that. Like not for, for stop doing it for me, but stop doing it for anybody. There is, a new system and there's just no getting ahead on their schedule which was really a big bonus for us because we knew when we were getting in like all the time 
uh, now that's not what happens. And so now when my class is getting permits, they, they have to schedule their test on their own. And we didn't think that we were going to like that system, and it still makes me a little uneasy. I don't know how I feel about it. But I can say for the good, you know, guys that are kind of natural drivers or came in here with experience, and we've got a handful of them this semester, they tested for their permit and got a test scheduled right away. And it's that in that aspect has been working out really well. So we're not behind. No, we're not behind right, at all. Right. It just feels uneasy. Because yeah. when you when you don't have your slots just booked already out, it's it's kind of like, well, you know. Right, because they have to get in before the end of the semester. So, yeah. Yep. And I did check with uh, third-party testing. I've been off and on about, about this, but I've been sending emails this week to our one, one of the uh, third-party testers. And uh, she says she'd be happy to come and do it. It's 150 bucks a test. Plus per, her, per test. Per test. Plus her you know, mileage up to this location plus her lodging and she can only do four a day. So whatever many rooms that would be. Uh, and Tom's over there typing away on his calculator. Yeah, it's third. around 4,000 bucks. Yeah. Once third. we put the rooms in there. Room and board. Yeah. That'd be close to 4,000. Um, yeah. So, and I told her we simply don't have the budget for that. I, I, I told her we just kind of like the minions movie in terms of money. Mm-hmm. We don't have any money. No. <laughs> Uh, sure cam just emailed me again i told him you know follow up in another six months we'll see where we're at sure cam is a uh, uh a service or a provider for cameras for uh forward looking and rear rearward looking cameras and we've been wanting to put these in these trucks for a while but same thing i just told him look we we just don't have the budget for it you know we thought right. we might be able to, to make something work but you know give me this a, isn't there right now yeah give me a call in another six months or so or you know whatever but We've had some big ticket items break um, out in the shop, or on the I should say, in, on the trucks. Uh, we just put in a clutch on one of the trucks. Um, you know, this stuff doesn't go out often, but it's it's a you know it's a hit when it does. And we just sat and did some budget. Tom and I sat and did some budget stuff earlier this morning, and you know, there's some big expenses in that. Last year we did uh, a deaf deaf system. What did they do on that? I don't recall what they did. I, I think sensors, the canisters. Well, know. we did a burnout with the canisters, but they needed a new something mm-hmm. or another in there with the precious metals. And I'm not very familiar with that stuff, but yeah. the bill on it, I, I'm familiar with this part of it. The bill was $8,000. <laughs> <laughs> I know that part. That part I'm familiar with. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a big ticket item. We did that transmission last year too with uh, yep. with the Mac. I ended up replacing that. Uh, we, we were fortunate, and we probably talked about it on the podcast, but Diesel helped us out with that because they teach transmissions over there, and there was perfect timing. Right, um, yeah. But sometimes that's not always perfect timing for when they're running that session. But we lucked out with that. And then Dale, uh, we've talked about Dale before. He's our uh, our work study that actually just got hired on with us as a uh, part-time temporary employee. Yeah. And, uh, so that's good news. And he'll be able to continue working on our equipment out there. But him and another work study, Quentin, they were able to get that transmission out, replace the clutch and, and get her back in again. So that saved us quite a bit rather than taking it up to the dealer. You know? Yeah, for sure. The, the Mac uh, transmission was done over in the diesel shop right here at the college. And then this clutch, uh, Dale and, and Quentin took care of that for us. So yeah, that could have been big, you know, and, and I was, I was talking to Dale out there earlier today and he says, man, I'm, I'm just surprised this is the only clutch we've done in a while and i said that's the only one i've done since we've been here which in he's right we're very right. fortunate for that uh clutch brakes on the other hand that's a, <laughs> that's a whole different story but you know what we haven't replaced one clutch brake this semester 
I, well, I, well, I, well let me knock on the wood, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we haven't Still replaced early. any. And I think that is where the simulators come in. Um, e- between your classroom lecture and uh, theory portion on, you know, the clutch never, ever, ever, ever goes to the floor unless you're stopped, not rolling. Um, and then what we do with the simulators, we reinforce that and back it up. And the exercises within the simulators show, you know, you, you just don't put that clutch to the floor when you're rolling. And I get on them heavily um right not to say that they haven't been in them because we've seen it when you know oh, sure this semester so far but again knock on wood we haven't been through any clutch breaks this semester yeah and the last semester was a little worse on clutch breaks for sure um we try to you know kind of really imprint that in their brain and sometimes it works sometimes it you know you gotta hit them with a stick so right, right. <laughs> well but you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast too we have several um not ready to go drivers, but they're right up there. You know, they're just, they're, yeah. they're in tuned with that. So that, you know, the more of those you have, the the less likelihood of, of burning clutch brakes is there. So. Right. Yep. Fortunate in that respect for sure. What else do we replace? I feel like we had, we had other. Uh, big ticket items for last year uh, or, or this semester? This semester, I think. Was that it? I feel like there was one other thing. And we've been going, well, through, we, we've been going through cones right and left yeah, it seems like yeah semester. they're leaving the clutch brakes alone but they're failing the cone <laughs> but they're running cones, cones over <laughs> and this time of year cones are brittle so yeah they don't uh they don't just flex yeah, i'll they tell you that they turn back turn glass shards yeah um i don't know about big ticket items that we broke but we spent a ton of money on tires yeah we, we put a tire plan in effect and then spent a ton of money on tires right, right and there for us tires isn't a huge expense because we just don't haul weight or go distances but we didn't step into this with brand new tires either yeah. so we and we don't put on michelins or goodyears right i mean if it were our trucks we'd sure like to but we don't put those kind of weights in there and the kind of mileage on them so yeah i remember uh, you and I were talking about the, we have a set of super singles on, on a trailer and we were discussing the, you know, what we were going to do next time and uh, dragging them sideways, you know, when they're making corners cause it's a spread axle trailer that it's on. And, mm-hmm. and really it kind of dawned on me and I just looked over at you and said, you know, we're putting on a set of super singles. It's super expensive on this trailer, but by the time this thing needs tires again, we're going to be retired. Right. You know, <laughs> I hope. Just facts are facts. <laughs> Them, those tires are going to last a long time. You know? yeah. But it, that doesn't solve us from the expense that we incurred because we definitely incurred, I don't know, I'm, I'm guessing where were we, five to $10,000 in tires, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that was one of our big tickets for sure, yeah. It gets expensive. You know, uh, Andy was out. Um, he had 44 hooked, uh, which doesn't have a real great turning radius with that spread axle with the super singles on it too and uh he he made the corner he didn't clip any curbs or anything and he did the downtown run so he's he's pretty happy about that but he says i had to jug handle to make one of the turns he says there's just no other way i said but you didn't hit nothing right he said nope i asked her plan on using that on your test no no i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah and in certain situations with that spread axle like that and them super singles um the fortunate part about the weather that we do have is the surfaces are a little more slippery and forgiving you know if it was hot out and and the and the tar was heated up um they're not going to skid across for sure yeah Yeah. but uh he he was able to make that down a couple of downtown corners but he said he he definitely had to jug handle to make it yeah well spring so we had spring break and i was going to mention that we had spring break but uh with the amount of 
work that we got to do. And I, I, we should just take the week off like we're supposed to, but I think I was in four or five of the days that we had off of that week just to catch up on stuff. Cause yeah. Yeah. I had yeah, a lot of stuff I had to catch up on too. And there's just a lot of it. Yeah. It, and, it, well, yeah. with you being gone on vacation and you know, mini vacation, I had COVID there, there's just stuff that had to get done. Yeah. You know? It seems like my basket on my desk never gets empty until the, the last couple of weeks where it finally starts tapering off and it would, people are quitting or uh, pardon me, people are done with assignments and stuff. Yeah. Well, you got into some other assignments, which you'll probably talk about in a little bit here that, you know, require a lot more of your attention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have done, man, so we've been on for a month. We've actually covered quite a bit of book work. Um, I don't know that we got to talk about all of the book work that we've done. I'm taking a look here. Pretty much completed chapters. Yeah. Um, we have 35 chapters to go through. We got one left for the whole book. We got one left next week. Otherwise, I'm looking. I'm looking at the, what we've done, and nothing is really noteworthy or special of mention outside of the hours of service. We got into hours of service, and that's a big chapter. Like not that the chapter is longer than any other chapter, but the material is very important. Like. Even my guys that know how to drive, they they came in and said, listen, I don't know anything about logbooks. I don't know anything about the hours of service. All right, cool. I'm glad I'm going to be able to teach you something. Uh, but that's not a simple chapter. Like hours of service bleeds two or three, sometimes four days. Why um, you got to waste so much time on that, Jason? I mean, I it's know. all electronic now. So why, <laughs> why why do they need to know that at all? Well, they need to, they need to know it before they're going to understand anything <laughs> electronic. Right. Um, I think they got... A healthy appreciation for the electronic side, though, because because I make them do it all by hand, right? right. They they're doing it all on paper logs, and then at the you know when we kind of get towards the end of the week, I'm like, now <laughs> electronic logs do have this advantage: you don't have to do any of the silly math. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't got to draw lines. Yeah, or, you don't you have know. to do any of the silliness that we've been doing. They've got a computer for you. It takes care of all your thinking. But anyway, that took quite a bit, and then they take a logbook test. Um, and I know that I could just read their minds and I give it to them. Nobody wants to take that thing because it's, it's thick. There's a lot to it. You know, it's probably 15, 20 pages. It's all, it's like every page is a logbook page and they have to find the faults. And uh, it's good exercise. It, yeah, it's a great test. It's a great exercise. But I can tell you, it, it's zero fun to grade. It's, yeah. you know, if they're complaining about taking the test, try great. You know, there's 22 people in the class. I'll lay out 22 of them and, I, generally speaking, that's a Saturday for me. Like yeah. Just come in and y- you know you're going to be doing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't envy you on that part grading logbooks. I would be. Uh, I, I, we talked about this a while ago. I, I'm I, I come from the RV industry and I did finance management and stuff like that. So having accuracy in your paperwork is very very important when you're trying to arrange loans for people. Um, grading logbooks would have me pulling my hair out because I'm just one of those go over it, over it, over it. Yeah. It takes, it takes a while to grade them. They're very particular and everybody's an individual. And no matter how many times I tell them how I want it done, inevitably somebody screws up my directions and I got to kind of read between their lines. Yeah. And I want, this time I wanted to, one of the directions that I give them is they need to highlight whatever's wrong. And it's on the direction sheet. It's bold. It's in bigger type it's underlined and I put red arrows around it and I still got people that aren't highlighting. Now, as much as I want to take points away, like just for simply not following directions, I graded the test and it was like the test was perfect. Right. So how do you take points away from someone who answered everything perfect, but didn't follow the directions they used in the highlighter? Right. Yep. It's hard. I mean, I didn't, I gotcha. and I didn't. 
anyway, they're, they're not fun to grade, but the exercise is great. And then right after that, um, they turn in now, now we're in a part of the class where they're going to turn in 30 days worth of logs and those are graded. So now I get to look at 22 logs every single day and grade them and get to do that for 30 days. And man, I don't like doing it. I don't, but this is paramount to what these guys are learning mm-hmm. paramount. So I'm not going to deprive them. They're definitely going to do it. I mean, they are, and they're going to, and they're going to continue to, but those are not my favorite thing to sit and grade every, you know, do them in the morning or do them at night. But whenever I do them, they're less than fun. I wonder how it is with inspection officers. If that's a, if they've got it dialed in enough to where it's just second nature, they can take a look at a paper log or an ELD and, and just, yep, that looks great without you know, much stress to it at all, or do I, they pull their hair out too? I wish I could know? get in the mind of some of them and, and see. Yeah. yeah. We'd have to um, find one and get them on the podcast one of these days. I think that'd yeah. be an interesting conversation. We'd have tons and tons of topics to discuss, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, logs are probably the biggest thing that we have been going over, you know, in the academically on that side of things. And testing is the other thing, the actual state behind the wheel skills test. So that's that's the other big ticket item. Um, we've hit a lot of chapters, but nothing, you know, super noteworthy, like I said earlier. Um, we did get into sliding axles and, and weight transfer. And All right, sorry about that, folks. We had a little gl- glitch in our system there. Uh, we were talking about weight transfer and road restrictions and such. So we got into, after logbooks, we got into that. So weight restrictions, sliding axles, transferring of weight, uh, sliding fifth wheels. So all that was kind of the next thing up on the docket. And, uh, of course, we're in the middle of testing, so testing really takes precedence over kind of anything else that we're doing. Um, testing is going pretty good. I'm anxious for next week because we do have some challenges for next week. I, I think the uh, weather that we did have come in kind of aided to some success <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Um, if they can't, my, my, the students are nervous because oh, it's snowing out. I said, yeah, if you can't see the curb, they can't see the curb. <laughs> there, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Another yeah, day is cold out. I said, no. And if it's, if it's below zero, they don't want to be out here doing a pre-trip any more than you do. Yeah, they want, they want to get so. through it, get done. They can't see the fog line. You can't see the fog line. It's all relative. So, yep. yeah. Um, I, I think there's, um, you know, something to be said for that, but at the same time where we start out, on those hills and things um it gets a little slippery mm-hmm. so we have to be careful with that um a lot of times we're parking up another block from where we usually staged so eh, you know a little walk in there but i think the weather coming in i if i had to take my test over again i'd rather have some weather down yeah well um i'm hoping that we're getting out of this weather now too i mean the forecast today is not great i can tell you that if you're not in minnesota you're lucky it blew all night last night yeah big big it didn't snow but it drifted up my driveway enough to where i had to get up early and make sure i could plow out and then the plow hadn't been through there yet so told the wife hopefully uh you get to work here pretty soon because you're gonna get plowed in if you don't uh get to getting you know yep we are, but looking into the forecast for next week, we're, we're looking into the 40s. I'm hoping that we see a lot of this stuff leave. Sunday's supposed to be nice. Yeah. Sunny, warm. Um, I looked at, this morning I was looking at the motorcycle course schedule. They do they run a motorcycle course in our building for the summer. And their first class is the last week in April. We're mm. not even out of school yet. And I was thinking, that's awesome. I can't wait till they start running that because <laughs> that means the snow is gone. Yeah, because <laughs> right today it still feels like January. Yeah, yeah, like January 75th. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
Um, okay, so moving on, we did have some uh, industry partners, and I, I kind of want to give give a plug to those guys as well. So, we while we've been um, while we've been busy with COVID and busy with a little mini vacation and busy with the students and everything else. Spring break, broken equipment. Yep. And we got a number of excuses we can throw in there. Sure, sure do. <laughs> uh, Knife River came. So they were the first one up. Um, I was actually gone the day that they were here. So Toby came in. I, I heard that Toby came in and he gave a good presentation, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty, it was real good. Like he usually does. Um, good discussion. And, uh, you know, they're, paying pretty decent for a construction company great benefits of where were they going oregon in the off time you know mm-hmm. they close down here and a lot of drivers go to oregon but most people just take the uh you know the, take the uh, winter off take the winter yeah. off and you know whatever we were just talking about that today because we had construction company come in um you know if i was a young man again that's that's exactly what i would do i would run construction during the summertime and then go to costa rica yeah right you know and, and forget this winter stuff but so there was and we we did have someone get hired over there over at knife river too. Knife. yep yep um kind of excited for her i don't know if you've heard that yet but Brittany took a job over there oh no kidding okay yep. yeah that's good she interviewed tuesday and yeah so yep did you end up having the students re- do reflection oh yeah knife yep, they did okay. yeah the reflections are coming back uh, mixed reviews some people don't want to work construction yeah. some do but overall you know knife river is a good place to work so just yeah. is what it is that morning that that's that's the morning when i started just kind of feeling under the weather and something wasn't right so i immediately i knew toby was coming in i threw a mask on and then did my social distance let him take care of the class i stayed out of there all together and then i just dismissed him right at the end of uh, hmm. his presentation that's that's yeah that's where we left off with that so i don't know if i mentioned it, it was a lot better this time around as far as the first time i got covid oh that, good. it was yeah. bad holy moly it was bad the first time second time not so much but well, anyway knife river was a thing they came in uh Burnix Pe- pepsi they also came in um local delivery pepsi and beer products out of st cloud so they gave a decent presentation and they brought us like i don't know what they brought us like four or five cases of pop like we couldn't yeah get yeah. pop in the classroom for they always weeks. bring goodies in yep. yeah snicker bars yeah they, they're always welcome back yeah another <laughs> great company shared with that, everybody i could get i could get along with that gig as well you know yeah four day work week oh heck that's yeah. the thing they're yeah. not construction money but they're not construction schedule either. right yeah right we've had uh couple students go there as well yep yep right. sure have uh the next one after that douglas county they came in so yep steve was here um that being a good job because they have an awesome schedule in his county work so they actually have an awesome pe- pension program mm-hmm. they get good benefits and a great pension like what they have for a pension exceeds anything that we have here yeah <laughs> yeah which yeah. is saying something because we have in my opinion pretty pretty good benefits here and yeah you know good retirement plans and everything um but uh, they're they're just a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, it's a good it's a good gig. Um, and I I got the response that I expected from the class too. So a lot of the young guys don't want to go there because it doesn't pay enough to start because yeah. everybody wants all the money. Right. And I get it because I because I'm wired the same way. I want the money too. Mm-hmm. But geez, you know, then you see it. You know, guys in the middle or or you know, getting close to retirement age, 
and they get a job like that and they're like, I wish I would have done this when I was younger because then my pension would have been awesome. By now I would be living fat. Yeah. In Costa Rica. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. But you don't think of it when you're, you know, in your young twenties because everybody's got a new pickup. You need to have new pickup. Everybody's got a new snowmobile or motorcycle. You You need to have that stuff. So exactly. It's hard to do that on what they're starting. They're starting wages. Right. But for the guys that do though, they are, by the time they're 30 and 40 and 50, they're very golden, very, very well set. Steve's got a good bunch over there, and none of none of them have hit my mailbox, so I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. So Douglas County came in. They are uh, one one of my industry partners. Very good. Like those guys a lot when they come in. Cashway was another one. Um, Josh with Cashway. Josh was a graduate of the program. Um, Fifteen or thirteen. I was going to say about twenty years ago. Yeah. Roughly twenty years ago. He was a uh, student here. Oh, maybe it was, two, I think it was 2009. I think it went back that far. Okay. If I'm not I don't remember I, exactly. I could be wrong. Then. Yeah. Either way, he graduated the program, uh, worked his way up through the ranks, and is a manager for Cashway Foods. Uh, they, he came in, uh, another great presentation. I don't know. I've been seeing the reflections come back. Some people seem like they're really going to like, they want to work there and they're going to like it. Others, for one reason or another, don't. It's a physical job. That would be one of the reasons. And um, I don't totally understand this, but a lot of them are telling me they don't want to work there because of the schedule. It's I another get it. four-day work week. Right. I, I get it because they start at like midnight or 2 o'clock in yeah. the morning. Yep. But trucking doesn't – trucking's not a 9-to-5 job, no, yep. no matter where you go. So I took a local gig because it was like, great, home every night. Yeah, but you start at 1 o'clock in the morning <laughs> one night and 7 o'clock the next night. And right. Yeah, so – that's trucking, though. We, we talk to them about that all the time. And tr- trying to set their expectation level is key. You know, we, the worst thing we want to have happen is a student gets out into the industry and it's like, well, we, we no, didn't know any of that. Nobody told me. Yeah, yeah nobody right. told me this was going to be this way. So, yep. yes, we did. We had a, yeah, it's, um, we had a few frank discussions, class-wide frank discussions on, you know, I don't know what you all think, but Mm-hmm. you can't be you know can't be half stepping this is not a job where you do that right you know if you, you're going to be in you got to be all in with this and if it's a job to you that's fine then, then you know no i got no issues with that whatsoever but trucking oftentimes turns into a lifestyle it's not just a job it, it's a lifestyle exactly that uh and then that kind of catches us up to today so today we had uh, central specialties in right here in in alexandria so Central, they came in. They gave a really good presentation again. Actually, uh, Ashley that does that gave one of her best presentations because I couldn't think of any questions. Yeah, Usually I got really stuff well. to ask, and she covered everything. It covered the benefits, the pay, the retirement. Um, she wasn't the, even looking at notes or anything. No, she, she covered she the equipment. I mean, she <laughs> covered the you know what a typical job is, and and uh, there was three questions that we had that she couldn't answer, and she's already responded to me via email. Oh, is that right? With answers for those questions. Nice. So, yeah, they were definitely on top of their game. Um, they usually uh, take two to three of our students a semester, it seems like. Yeah, they're so, right around that, yeah. 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 I know we've definitely got some interest. There was some interest before they even came here because I use them as an example a lot. You, you do. You talk You talk about CSI um, almost from week one. Yep. So, yeah. yep. They're a good example for a lot of reasons. They're, they're, yep. they're local. They're a construction company. They use prevailing wage. I mean, these are all things that I talk about going into the industry. So they make it really convenient. And um, of course, you guys know 
all your listeners know that I work there in the summers, so it makes a, a like a double good example because I know exactly the ins and outs of this company, and I don't flower anything up. Like I, I tell them exactly the way it is. Here's some of the reasons people don't like working there. Here's the reasons they do. I like working there. That doesn't mean you're gonna like working there. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, there's just uh, sixteen hour days suck. Yeah, right. But the paycheck doesn't. That's the you know. and winter off doesn't. <laughs> yeah, right. I know you're working. Everybody looks at that. You're know, working all these hours. Yes, you are and, yep. until winter when you don't. When all you do is drink beer and go ice fishing <laughs> <laughs> and go so to Costa Rica. Yeah, that's got a way in there somewhere, right? <laughs> exactly. If I was uh, if I wasn't working here, I would heavily look into that, and I would have I'd have one of them a very nice fifth wheel. I'd work for central all summer and Mm -hmm. i would be trucking that fifth wheel south in the winter right it's perfect (laughs) it's a perfect setup you know if you don't have the homestead to to manage and and rent and you know even if you even if you did have a homestead you could you could rent it out i guess Mm -hmm. you know but uh yeah that's the way to go and that's why i kind of directed that to those young guys today is like listen if i had to do it over again i'd be i'd be all over that and i'd take winter off and i'd be south somewhere on a beach right trying to find somebody to feed me grapes (laughs) (laughs) and fan me with an olive leaf (laughs) exactly (laughs) um okay so those are the industry partners that we were lucky enough to have come in we got we have more to go for sure and a couple of new ones that we added uh in the coming weeks um to recap more though of what we have been doing the class went to their first aid course yesterday so that was a thing that happened i'm happy that all of them made it, and they all made it on time. So good, that good. was good. Uh, Brad, our, our instructor over there, Brad. I want to give a shout out to him because I know he does an awesome job with first aid. And I think that we've said before that um, the fir- we we want them to go to first aid, and I've got the option to take this out of the curriculum, and I just don't. I, I don't want to take it out of the curriculum because we do as truck drivers at some point you may be the first person at the scene of an accident mm-hmm. and i don't we're not trying to educate doctors and i want you to do any craziness but if you can at least keep a person alive until the ambulance gets there then the first aid course was worth it yeah. and whether it's mouth to mouth or controlling bleeding or, or controlling shock whatever it is i know brad goes over um some of that or all of that in the course so yeah and, and just look at the skill set that you learn just being around your own immediate family and close friends you know you can or just having dinner in a restaurant somewhere you know right yep some of these things can uh, can save somebody's life and i think that's great i got to get mine renewed yeah i think i'm due for the next class i, I go there every two years with these guys and i think I'm, mine's up for next class so yep, yep i don't um i don't even mind doing it like it, he, it's a good refresher when i go these guys good yep. red brad does well um the other thing that we did or tried to do actually was uh we're in we're in and it was like three or four weeks ago because it was when I, you got COVID or right after that, we were going to do forklift training mm-hmm. and uh, ended up not doing it when we had it scheduled. So we backed it up a little bit, tried to do it again. But the day that we did it, school wasn't called off, but the roads were so bad that literally half the class came in. They just called and said, we're yeah. not coming. And I, I can't blame them. A lot of the some of these uh, students are coming from quite a distance, 45 minutes away, an hour and 15 minutes away, and they just weren't coming. And I don't blame them, I, not, not one bit. I I drive four or five or six miles, whatever it is, to get here. and uh, Easy peasy. Yeah, it's, the weather's not going to affect me. I mean, I, I've never had a time that I couldn't get to work, but I live five miles from here. So, right. You know, so I empathize with them 
when they can't make it in and they could drive in a distance like that. Anyway, so we, we got half the class educated on forklifts. We still have a half class to go, and we decided to push that back, the rest of that training back until the end of the semester. We know we'll have more free time then because right now we've got a big push for... Uh, it's go time. Yeah, we've got a big push yeah. for testing. So. We have half of them we still have to get through theory, and then the entire class still has to get through the lab portion of it, yep. the hands-on. So Yeah, we got a, a but, uh, awesome track that we run them through and stuff. and. Yep. Yeah, no one's done that yet. They've only they've only done the classroom portion. About mm-hmm. half the class has done classroom. So that's um, for a recap. That catches y'all up to what what we've been up to for the last four weeks and uh, very dynamic semester. Yeah, yeah, we just a lot of unforeseen stuff and and uh, kind of anxious to keep on plugging here and and make it to the end. Uh, we we got some light at the end of the tunnel and for sure this week and next uh, big big test weeks for us. Yeah, we should be back on track with the. Uh with the podcast though uh, yep upload at regular intervals every two weeks so this one will go up uh what's today st patty's uh, day st today. patty's day today yes. yep. yep so this will go up on sunday night i'll make sure we get it edited and, and put up there but yeah um i think i think we covered everything yeah i don't have anything else that's kind of a um just a recap for what we have been up to and i don't have a lot more to add right now that's, that's kind of where we stand okay well, if you guys have questions or you want to weigh in on any of the conversation, you can email us, professionaltruckdriver at alextech.edu. You can find us on Facebook as well, Professional Truck Driver. We haven't really done much with that TikTok channel, but uh, you can find us there with Pro Truck Driver. And, of course, the uh, campus's YouTube page is Alexandria Technical and Community College. I think we're good to go, and you guys have a good weekend, and we'll see you later, everybody. 